Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. 97.1 FM Talk. On Demand Audio. This is a big story from this week that hasn't gotten a whole lot of attention, so I wanted to give it its due time here on Wiggins America this morning because I feel responsible for bringing you these kind of things. In fact, it's related to the Jack Maxey stuff, which if you listen to this show regularly, We've been reporting on this guy named Jack Maxey, who's one of the original journalists who got a copy of Hunter Biden's laptop and the uh, the saga that continues with what he's doing with that laptop in trying to find all of, dig up and reveal all the deleted material on it, but not just show it to everybody, but also show it to everybody at the same time as he's creating kind of a network of sheriffs around the country because he doesn't trust the FBI. Now, that's all related to what I'm about to tell you because this is a big breaking story from this week that, again, just has not gotten enough play because it is a big, big deal. And it's related to so many different things, not just the laptop, not just because we've been talking about Jack Maxey on this show, which if you want to know what that is, get the podcast from last We were just talking about last week, the very first segment of last week. We dove into that Jack Maxey stuff, and you can get all caught up by just doing that in like five, ten minutes. Um but here's the big one from this week. This is from Catherine Herridge. Now, if you know that name, you know that she is, and I'm going to use the term here in a, in a strange way, she is frustratingly about reporting. Now, let me clarify what that means. She reports facts, just the facts, ma'am. And the reason that's, that's tough nowadays, and that's, that's journalism. I mean, that's, that's what traditional journalism is. The hard part about saying that that's great now is that if you just report the facts of the CDC, then you're getting tainted facts. If you, if you just report the facts of the January 6th commission, then you're just reporting what one side wants you to receive. And so there's no real deep curiosity there. You're just saying, here's what they said. Now that's that again that is pure journalism and there there absolutely should be more of that but they're also frustratingly when I read Catherine Harridge I'm like aren't you going to ask deeper questions like why isn't there another side to the January 6th commission or things like that and she never does she just reports so kudos to her for that in a way but I'm I'm saying that to say when I read this headline you'll know where it's coming from here this is Catherine Harridge she doesn't really play sides at all because her brand of journalism is so old fashioned that it's, it's saying there are no sides. I am just reporting. Okay. Highly credible whistleblowers. And this is in her words, highly credible whistleblowers have come forward to a senior Senate Republican. And that is by the way, Chuck Grassley of Iowa alleging a widespread effort within the FBI to downplay or discredit negative information about President Biden's son, Hunter Biden, according to letters revealed or reviewed by CBS News, a.k.a. Catherine Herridge. 
Chuck Grassley says, quote, The information provided to my office involves concerns about the FBI's receipt and use of derogatory information relating to Hunter Biden and the FBI's false portrayal of acquired evidence as disinformation. FBI Director Christopher Wray and Attorney General Merrick Garland on, tw- on July 25 is who Chuck Grassley is talking about here. He says, quote, The volume and consistency of these allegations within the FBI, I'm adding, back to the quote, substantiate their credibility and necessitate this letter. Grassley is the ranking member on the Senate Judiciary Committee and said the whistleblowers allege that legitimate streams of information and intelligence about the president's son were characterized as likely disinformation or prematurely shut down leading up to the 2020 presidential election on purpose. Now, you've already known this. We've already known this for a long time, but the fact that it's coming out now gives more mainstream news legitimate reason to talk about it, and that's important. And when I say mainstream, I'm talking about CBS, this is CBS News saying this. Now, Catherine Herridge is one of the few voices, like I said, that will just report, and that's good and bad at times. She, she seems to lack some curiosity to me, but she just says, here's, here's what they said. So that's reporting. Now, the CBS News reporting on that. Fox News can begin to report on this. I haven't seen them saying much about it, but it needs to be voiced within these big organizations because if it stays under the cover of darkness or just under the covers of, you know, websites and and news outlets that you and I know do report real things but that don't get attention, that's a problem. And it's related to so much stuff. It's really beyond just this laptop. The laptop itself is important. I'm not saying it's not. That's why we keep reporting on it. That's why we're talking about it itself. We're talking about the saga of Jack Maxey and all that stuff. But we're talking about a bigger issue here in that you have the upper echelons of the FBI that are corrupt to the core and need to be dismantled. And now I'm reciting from memory here, but this week I also read a story about how there's some operation called like Class F movement or something like that that is the code name that President Trump, former and possibly future President Trump, is giving to what he's going to do to these organizations when he gets back in office. I have been saying this, and I've said it on multiple shows, not just my own, but Annie's show, on Mark Cox's show, I've said for a long time, that should be almost the number one priority of the tr- the next Trump administration, should there be one, is taking apart the deep state. Because there's a lot of money, there's a lot of corruption, and a whole lot of corrupt people who never get elected, who run a lot of this country now. And he ran into it face first in his first four years, and he knows that he has to get rid of it. And apparently what the good news is, this Class F thing that was revealed this week that's within Trump's purview is his plan to do that if he gets back into office. Now, what's going to happen is that those organizations, they're going to hear about that. They probably already have. And they're not going to stop. They're going to keep going after him and every single thing they can find, they're going to throw at him because they know that if they don't stop him from getting into office, they're done. He's going to dismantle them. And that is so important to do. And stories like this are key components to that. Because if these things become mainstream, and even a segment 
of the larger population of the United States. Not everybody, but just a segment starts to understand how deep the corruption is of the deep state or the shadow government or the unelected, excuse me, bureaucratic government, whatever you want to call it. If, If people start to understand to a greater degree how much of a threat these people are, to the United States, states to to democracy in this country, um, then we're we're on the right path, and that needs to happen. So, whether they do or they don't, I don't know, but I know that these are key components to making sure that that does happen. And public pressure is a tremendous thing. Thanks for being here this week. Wiggins America can be found by typing in Wiggins America into your search engine and getting the podcast here as soon as we get done talking. That'll be uploaded really, really fast and you get the whole thing. Or you can rewind on the Odyssey app. Thanks for tuning in. Get more at 971talk.com. All-star closer, Kenley Jansen, we have a question. What's the best podcast of all time? Baseball isn't boring, baby. I'm Rob Bradford, and every single day I'm sitting down with the biggest names to show you this great game is the greatest game. It's my podcast. It's my passion. It's a cause I started more than two years ago and is now the most prolific national daily baseball pod there is. Another fact. So jump aboard the B.I.B. Express. Follow and listen to Baseball Isn't Boring, presented by Wasabi Hot Cloud Storage on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts.